Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. This is weird because it either radio or podcast can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the new new show. September 1st, 2018. Bright and early, 6 a.m., or whatever time this is. It's early September 1st. How are you today, Michael? Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a very it's a red-letter day for wrestling, for the wrestling industry. Got a lot to do today, and it's going to be a full day at the Diamond Studio. So, oh, yes, the fullest of You're days. You're here now, you got to leave and come back later to watch All In. What do you mean, leave? Today, all in's today. I'm here for all in. Oh, okay, if you want to take a nap, you can pop up over there. I, that's what I was about to do. That's That was the plan all along. We've been through this, Corey. But this is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the new news show. I'm Corey Smith. And I'm Michael Vergara. And uh, this is the new news show, where we talk about everything new and everything in the news. But if you want to take, catch any of our other fine shows, you can check them out on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of podcast applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, CastBox, and others. If you don't see us on one, hit us up. Let us know. And if you want to let us know, you can find us on social media at CWR415. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We need to know your comments, what you think about wrestling. We need to have a back-and-forth discussion so we can read your comments on air. If you have questions, we'll read them too. But, hey, we need to hear from you first before we do that. Um, Hit us up at CWR415. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Say anything dumb, call us out on it. You know, we're here to learn. Yeah, you know, this slide is... into our DMs and yeah. tell me, Corey, that's over-sexualizing the world. Stop saying slide into your DMs. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. Took the words right out of my mouth, Corey. But since nobody said that to me yet, slide into we're our just DMs. Ki- Man, you're not telling us how stupid we are. We're going to keep being stupid. Ooh. Ooh. It's like, what, what did Matthew worked, McConaughey worked say? Worked a lot lighter, man. What did Matthew McConaughey say in Dazed and Confused? You know what I love about... No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, don't say that. Just say, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. See, that's the one line. I'll, and I'm all in, all in, all in. He's all in. And we're going to get to our all in, in pre-show and predictions just after we get through the news. Okay. But let's we can go, just do that. Let's go through our weekly news for this week. We're talk, It's like I said, it's the new news show. Everything new and in the news for the week of September 1st. It's the ending, ending of the week of September 1st. Starting out... So like Neville, that? Neville earlier. Oh God, is that the theme song? No, that's that's freaking September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember the very first night of September? When we first yeah. September. It's actually the twenty-first, but yeah. Oh, what would you say about Neville? Neville. Yeah, when's he coming back? Yeah, I haven't heard about him I, in a long time. Probably tonight. You know, <laughs> yeah. Probably tonight. I mean, quite honestly, probably tonight. Earlier this week, it was reported... Subvert your expectations. I mean, like, the key, temper your expectations, we'll, wrestling fans. We'll talk about it. You know, bit. you got Kevin Owens quitting Raw, thinking he'll be at All In. Oh, he'll then, be at All In, too. He'll be there tonight, too. Okay, yeah. They're going to wrestle each other. And I, they're just gonna, I think even Michael Blaze will be there tonight, They're both going to take a crap on a picture of Vince McMahon and Triple H on stage. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. I let him go on the show, not take a crap on my face. Yes. But earlier, poop. Earlier this week, just know Vince McMahon just loves that type of humor. Poop. He's gonna poop. He's gonna. He's gonna. Okay. Poop. <laughs> what have we become, Corey? <laughs> earlier this week, it was reported by Pro Wrestling Insider and confirmed by Dave Meltzer that Neville has been released. Like I said, Neville has been released by WWE. 
Uh, it was we sa- wish him the luck, best of luck in his future <laughs> endeavors. But it was said that early. It was said that Neville can compete right now. You know, back on October tenth, twenty seventeen, Neville appeared to have walked out on WWE, and in January, uh, WWE froze Neville's contract and making so he can't work with anyone else without pay. By the way, with, yeah, without pay. And I just thought, like, how is any of this legal? <laughs> Right, exactly. And so, apparently it is, or at least, or it's not, and they just found, and WWE super lawyers found a way to just keep that in the hush-hush. Just, hush. just release Yeah. That's what they said. So this opens up a ton. This is a big get for, well, this is a big get for anything, every anybody besides WWE, because I bet you, like, you know, his, his bookings must be, like, mm-hmm. must be filled to the brim. I can see Neville... Like being a, an, an extraordinary addition to the junior heavyweight division of New Japan, like nah, him against. Dude, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him in the junior heavyweights. I want to see him in the. What? What do you no? Listen. Kenny Omega, give get, bring on Kenny. Dude, Omega. no, the junior heavy. Come on, stop. Sh- do not short sell the junior heavyweights of New Japan. Like you got Kushida, you got like two hundred five live. You got on. Hiromu Takahashi. Granted, well, he I mean, come, granted he'll feel better. You got Will Osprey. You got he'll, Marty Skrull. He'll like, feel better. I love that. Yeah, no, but I feel like he would be he'd be just right up there like as somebody who would bolster, who would put a spark into the junior heavyweight division. But of you, New you Japan. mentioned you mentioned Will Ospreay. Either that he'll be ROH world champion. Yeah. You did mention Will Ospreay, but Will Ospreay was probably the first to take to Twitter when the news broke saying, quote unquote, give me Pac. And it would be Which a great I guess match. is Neville's original name, Pac? Yeah, Pac. Pac. Pac, Pac, Pac. Yeah, I think it's a lame name. He needs to change it up, though. Just be the man that gravity forgot, or gravity will forget. I don't know. I mean, know. the man that creative forgot. God, remember that. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, but also, it was... Uh, Best of luck, Neville. Best, Best of luck, luck, Pac. And I did say... Well, look forward to whatever I did the hell say he might be coming in at All In tonight. The only reason I say that, not because of rumors, um, yesterday, more, yesterday afternoon, before you came over to record the B-Show, I was on Facebook, and I did see a picture posted of Neville standing in front of uh, one of those famous Chicago um, uh, theaters, you know those, um, you know where they do musicals and stuff. So and he's in the area. He might, yeah, he's in the area. He's okay, in Chicago. Then he's as good as is booked. There. He, he might. He, <laughs> he might even win the over budget run. It could be. It oh, could well. be an old picture. You never know. Somebody could have posted just to fool everyone. Like this is him in Chicago when he was with WWE or, or something. a picture of Jericho in an airport. <laughs> Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, he's in an airport. Like, dude, that's like any airport. But there is a picture of Neville in Chicago surf, uh, circling the rounds on the internet right now. It'll be an old episode of Being the Elite, for all we know. Or a new episode of Being the Elite. Uh, it could know. be. He uh, might be a part of the... No, I don't think Neville should be part of the Elite. They're pretty much like... No, he needs to join Suzuki Goon. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, he could be... Yeah, I can see him with Get Suzuki rid of Goon. everybody else. Leave... Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Minoru Suzuki, and Neville. Just the three of oh, and, and, talk, and, and talk Taka Mishinoku. Yeah, just the four of them. That's all you need. Everyone else oh, What about Tai Chi? Get re- fired. Done. Go to oh. 205 Live. Oh, he'll make more money there then. <laughs> Probably. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's going to be great to see what Neville, what happens with Neville in the future. I Like you said, I oh, hope. So we're still calling him Neville. I mean, I, that's how we, we don't all, know. We, we don't know what to call him because he's not anywhere yet. If every time anyone says Pac, I'm like, who? Like, I literally forget. Because well, you just didn't know, you didn't follow him before WWE. Who did? Well, a lot of people. Dragon did Gate you? Was, I mean, I didn't, but then at least there, but then I'm not going to de- no, deny that there was a really big following and people know. Whatever. No, no, I, I'm, I understand people like Meltzer and people high up, you know, and people that enjoy Dragon Hey, man, Gate. what was Apollo Crews' old name? 
I actually uh, know Apollo Lose. No, it was Uha Nation. You he, he would enter. Did he wrestle at SCW? He he wrestled at SPW, didn't he? He probably did. Uh, Supreme Pro Wrestling in Sacramento. Yeah, he probably did. Um, he entered to. Uh, He's from Sacramento. That's why. What's the name of that song? Hey Shingis Khan by Moscow. Oh, I thought it was Hey Ya. Or Moscow by Shingis Khan. Okay. Don't know yeah. who that is. It's a great song. Is it like a new band? No, this is like back in the 70s. Oh, okay. But yeah, Neville, we wish you the best in your future endeavors, and i that's an understatement. Yeah. You will go far. Hopefully. I swear to God. Yeah. He'll go He'll go up in the air and then come back down. Or he won't. He won't. He'll just stay there because gravity just seems to have no recollection of this of man. Him, yeah, at all. Uh, but another man leaving... <laughs> Leaving That's w- going to be his new mantra. <laughs> the, the man the that man gravity has no recollection, recollection of. of. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely see like someone like Cole Cabana going on the mic and just say that. Oh, Cole Cabana is great, too. And he's going to be in that over budget. And there's only, I think, 11 names named for that over budget battle royal. And we'll get into it later. PCO. Uh, but, you know, we'll go through it. And oh, PCO. Uh, next up. But also, somebody else leaving WWE or leaving NXT. The Velveteen Dream. Oh, the, so he so Vince read his tights and he is indeed calling him up, right? No, it, huh? it, it's it's more of a. I wouldn't say it's a call down or, or a re- relegation. It's an affiliation. It's an affiliate. He's gonna go do a show for for Evolve. Do like a couple of dates for Evolve. Yeah, yeah he puts tights. Call me up, Vince, and then Triple H gets sent to Evolve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. I I know. I wonder if that has anything to do. No, I I don't. It's like Cassius Ono going to. Um, well, no. What do you call the it? Progress. Yeah, and uh, Adam Cole defended the North American Heavyweight Title against uh, Walter. I'd say it's like ago. a little excursion. Exactly. Because Velveteen Dream desperately needs to get his character work done. Yeah. <laughs> the- Am I right? <laughs> uh, the Dreams Evolve excursion kicks off Friday, September 7th, when he faces Austin Theory at Evolve 112. That sounds like a wrestler name. That sounds like something I'd put in SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. Exactly. And at the MCW Arena in Jopa, at the Jopa Market in Jopa, Maryland. Yeah. Um, a former WWN champion, uh, Theory, represented Evolve at last year's WrestleMania Access and attended a WWE tryout at the Performance in February. Velveteen Dream also returns September 8th when he re- squares off against Darby Allen. That's going to be a fun I've match. Heard, I've heard his name. Darby like, Allen, he's pretty good. He's yeah. super hard-hitting. He's a little guy, uh, but it's gonna be that will be a great match. I saw him at Defy a couple months ago, Okay, and they'll be battling. Yeah, he's been generating a little bit of buzz. I've heard about his name, and mm-hmm. when I hear about your name, you know your name. You're on the come-up, man. Oh, when you're on. I'm the all-authority in terms of wrestling, indie wrestling. When you're on the Vagara radar. Vagardar. The Vagar. Ooh, the Vagardar. Yeah. Uh, make those shirts, man. Let's get it on our pro wrestling t shirt uh, store. Um, yeah, so he'll be in Queens, New York on <laughs> like on September eighth. Uh, okay, you're right. <laughs> that's, you that's the thing. You always gotta whenever I think up of a name of something, I'm trying to think okay, up of ways that of somebody it? would make fun of it. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with, you know, the LGBTQ community. In fact, I'll make a Vagardar and then I will make also make a, a Vagardar. For you know, hell yeah, I'll buy a Vagadar shirt. Just our L- for the market, you got to cover the markets. We're open. Exactly, ain't nothing wrong with it. In fact, you know what? Let's make them right now. I'll be right back. Yeah, go get that screen printing. Ah, uh, uh, don't I was shove so that. Too anxious about my Vagadar shirts. Yeah, you're so, so anxious. Shove the mic into my face. Oh, no pun intended. I swear to God. Phrasing, phrasing, uh, phrasing. Next up in the news, Eve Torres announces the birth of her new baby on Instagram. Uh, gave birth to a new baby boy. Um, she quoted on Instagram, he's here. We are so overwhelmed with love and gratitude. I wasn't sure it was possible to fall in love with another. <laughs> I thought you said I wasn't sure it was possible. <laughs> to fall in love with another yeah. little boy yeah, all listen. over again. That sounded weird. 
but wait, please don't. Wait, did you really say that? She said, I wasn't sure it was possible to fall in love with another little boy all over again. Okay. But here, but here you are, grateful for the ability to give life for a healthy baby boy and a beautiful birth experience. Welcome. And I'm I'm pronouncing I need to pronounce this correctly. You might think it's it sounds different, but well, it's because like she's with the she's married to a Gracie, so they're probably gonna name him real weird. Yeah. Uh Henson Gracie. Is it with an R? Yep. Yeah. Okay. What's so up you got with it that? right. What's up with that? It's a Brazilian thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. The okay. Gracies, uh, you know, they're 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 pretty what? much royal why Brazilian name, royalty. Why does it name sound familiar, Gracie? Gracie, like Hoist Gracie. And uh, the Henner Gracie, they're 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 really big on the they're they some might say they were the inventors of you like yeah no yeah they were pretty much like the invent the like the found quote unquote founders of the UFC oh yeah because because oh, okay, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. okay, the first because the first UFC sense. was pretty much a vehicle for Hoist Gracie to show that their style of jujitsu was better than any uh, any style out there. So they made this tournament, and every competitor had their own quote unquote style. Yeah, I mean, like it's like Street Fighter, where you right, got right, like right. the sumo guy versus a boxing man, oh, a little skinny guy versus a big fat and guy. So like, and so it was Some orchestrated. Guy got his face ripped off in one one episode, apparently. Yeah, and a f- and so that the first UFC, I think Hoist Gracie won the tournament. Says, "Hey, I'm Hoist Gracie." Hi, how are you? I'm Brazilian. Uh, uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu is the best. And so that's how UFC started. I win. And that's, okay. you know, that that's how famous the Gracies are. So congratulations, Eve Torres. And then Joe Rogan was famous eventually from that. I mean, I, I saw, I mean, have you ever <laughs> seen that show? I mean, I, I associate Joe Rogan getting his start in, as like. The man a, show? No, news radio. Remember that show? You're absolutely right. He was, a, he was, like a, he was a news radio. And then he was. I feel on, like that was like one of his first gigs. Yeah. And then he was on the man show after that. It was like no, he was the second. He was like he was the second set of hosts. Yeah, after um, uh, Adam Carolla and, and Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, it was. It Doug, was Doug Stanhope and Joe Rogan. Boy, talk about a show that just and, does oh, not and Fear age. Factor too. Yeah, talk about a show that just does not age well. The, oh, the Man the Show. The Man Show oh, is so bad. Super fun. It literally terrible. was made for me when I was like ten years old. It's made for going it, through puberty. It, no, it just it's now like when you look at it, it's like a show specifically designed. For like pretty much your average Twitter troll that hates any woman, yeah, 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 man show. So that's that's good to hear in the news. Yeah, that's congratulations, uh, Eve Torres. Exactly. Uh, you know, next up in the news, uh, I did love Girls on Trampolines though. Not because like not because because we were twelve years old. No, not not even because of that. I just thought it was just super fun. Like even at like I was at ten, I'm like these guys have no shame. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was just super hilarious. This is how they're going to end their show. I always Girls like, on trampolines. I always like the, the one that stuck out for me, though, and I love how we dogged the show now. We're like, I remember this thing, uh, was when the little boy would try to get somebody to buy him beer. Oh, that's true. And he's actually like an old person. Yeah, too, yeah. Because he has that disease. Uh, well, not disease, condition. It's kind of like Andy Milanakis. Yes. Uh, you know, he's, he got like taller, and now that mystique is kind of gone now. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the end women's suffrage one, too. Ooh, that does not sound like a good episode. No, it was basically, it wasn't like them saying, it was they, they sent someone out to the beach and they were like, and women suffraging, and women suffraging. And then they were like getting people to sign it as like a joke because people didn't know what, what suffrage meant. Oh my God. And there was like a handful of women that would sign it. And they're like, yeah. It was stupid. It, it was, was stupid. stupid. That was the man show. Exactly. And that was the man show, guys, for City. <laughs> <laughs> no, but next up in the news. Michael, is Kenny Omega going to WWE? No. Okay. Next up in the news. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, Kenny Omega did sit down with Sports Illustrated Extra Mustard this week. Um, I'm sorry, what? 
Extra Mustard? Yeah, that's where they review. That's a the, show. Is that, that a show? That's their section where they review wrestling stuff. They call it. They, that's extra they mustard. Yeah, okay. Because that's how they say, view wrestling. Because people say wrestling's not sports. Yeah. So they well, try to put in their extra mustard section. You tell you tell that to ESPN where they sign like, oh, uh oh, phone is just just off the charts. My phone is all in. What's no, that? but oh, uh, that was Tinder, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, what did Kenny Omega say next? Uh, they they are asking if he was ever going to go to WWE. Um, right, he says right now it's all what if scenar- fantasy scenarios. It's going to stay that way until it happens. Yeah, until his contract is up in January. If it ever even happens, because you never know what type of limitations are going to be placed on those matches. If Kenny Omega is allowed to be Kenny Omega, then those matches would be really special. But but would I be allowed to be myself, the real Kenny Omega, within that realm? In a way, it's almost more exciting to think about what if could be rather than watch it actually be it's a really big game like it's i do not envy the position that kenny omega is in right now when he is he is really garnering this sort of quote-unquote empire that he has built along with the elite whereas he leverages himself even more with the matches that he displays Mm -hmm. year after well month after month and so it's whenever I think about like should he actually really sign to WWE if, if I were Kenny Omega today right now? Yeah. I honestly really wouldn't. Um no matter how much money WWE would throw at him like if say it's like a six figure. No, yeah. I you know what no, it would have to be a seven figure. He has to realize where he's where he's at. Where right he's at is, you know where he's at he's also also physically like how long does he does he does he have in him but to exactly. wrestle like seven star matches when really he could just be wrestling four and three quarter matches somewhere like on somewhere in like in a pay in a WWE capacity exactly and but then he would also have to people think, get old man like, you know you would also shit. have to think oh, how WWE actually lit- legitimately perceives uh, Kenny Omega once. Like you look at when you see there's precedent on how AJ Styles is treated. Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, to a lesser extent, Shinsuke Nakamura. I feel like I, I mean AJ Styles in in terms of that whole bidding war, that whole like that whole raid that WWE did. AJ Styles just Hideo comes off Tommy. as AJ Styles just comes off as like the biggest the person who gained the most out of that run. Oh yeah, yeah. mostly because you know he's right. right. Oh, he's, I'm saying he's not Asian. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not calling out WWE on like on a racism thing, but it's more just like how they market people. I see what you mean, but you can look at the Good Brothers too, and then they've been kind of held down. Um, and they're also, but like I'm not sitting here defending WWE. It's very much, and no, but then I'm I just, bet you, about like okay, like it's it's very easy for Omega to see what he. I can see like the fact that AJ, the way AJ Styles is being treated, I can see how mm-hmm. Kenny Omega can have this sort of dilemma where like I can get what I can get the treatment that AJ Styles is getting, or yeah, I'm oh, probably yeah. going to get the treatment of what the club is getting, or yeah. like I might be like in a throwaway, and he's not. And for him to walk away from all, like, for him to turn his back on, not necessarily turn his back, but to take the opportunity, the chance at that, yeah. 
it's very, very, very tough for me to walk away from what he has right now in terms of like being the elite and like how he is perceived with his fans. I mean, you're wearing a golden elite shirt. That's not a WWE shirt. That's something that he. Himself oh, it's not. Screw this, dude. Just burn it. Come on, man. I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, it's. I do not envy Kenny Omega's position. No. But what I'm saying is that terms he of, really like, is like the decision. It's like LeBron James. The decision. He, he really is in a place where he is in a company that's on the rise. And he is at the top of the company. He really, he can make or break New Japan success. I honestly think New Japan. I don't think will succeed as much without the Bucks, without Omega, without even uh, even to a lesser extent Hangman and Scroll. And also with the bu- and you brought up the Bucks earlier, like WWE, like th- that is a company where it's run by an individual who just does not see money. <laughs> In just does legitimately just does not see main event level treatment in regards to their tag team division. Like, yeah, you got New Day and they're killing it right now, but then you also have people like the Revival, or you have people like, um, again, like to bring that up, the club where the Young Bucks, these guys are just these guys, they have all alongside Kenny Omega created that empire and like have them having being supported by these fans for. Close to almost six, like what? Like they have been at this for like six years, like this whole gimmick where they're just like the super kick boys and all this. Yeah. And I would assume. About six years ago, they wrestled at a wrestling for charity show, I think at the El Toro nightclub in oh, San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. There, there, was a, there was their second to last show in San Francisco. And so like, what do, what do you think? I'm not the world's biggest Young Bucks like disciple, but oh, then. Neither wh- am I. How are they? But then who. Uh, I wonder how they would feel about that. Like, you know, listener, if you're... And just think, too, like, yeah. If you think, too, if the Bucks went to WWE, think about, like, the Hardys. The Bucks would get split up eventually. They don't want to be split up, necessarily. Their whole thing is tag team so, wrestling. if anything, if I were... I wouldn't do... I would not leave the company as the state. No, the state that Kenny Omega and, like, being the elite and how this all-in show that's going to be happening in, a, like, a couple of hours from now... Um, maybe <laughs> would we got a good like five hours? We can get some food. Would just like I bet you like this whole all in show is very. It's it's not just all in in terms of the amount of money spent on that show and how mm-hmm. much they're making for the event. It's making it's trying to what I see in all in is it's generate. They are trying to generate an atmosphere that might be more or less kind of a last push for Kenny Omega and the elite to stay and not sign with the WWE. Mm. No, you know, yeah, definitely. You know, it's not, it's not so much, you know, the booking and the matches and all that we're, we need to, they need to get a gauge of what kind of power these guys are holding within themselves inside the Sears arena in, yeah. in Illinois. Yeah. And so Leverage. that's what makes the show really special. It's definitely going to change a lot of perceptions on the wrestling world. I think after tonight's show, I mean, you we'll met- see how the, you know, we'll see how the sales figures goes as far as pay-per-view buys go, you know, like that's, that's also another factor. Like, yeah, you can, you can sell out the Sears arena and just by, by the virtue of being who you are, that's one thing, but then actually generating, you know, X amount of dollars in terms of pay-per-view distributions. If you really, really want to compete with the WWE, which I don't think they want to compete. They just want to be an alternative. Yeah. Um, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll really see how this all in show goes. And if it's a, 
and if it's a flop or if it's a disappointment, I don't think it's going to be a, like a disappointment. I think people are just going to be happy with the fact that it's happening, and people are going to just be there for the atmosphere, not yeah. so much the booking itself. Or well, this the whole weekend, it's like I'm I'm honestly jealous of everyone at Starcast, and I know it's just like a bunch of money for panels. Like you're really paying a bunch of money to see Marty it's, Scroll it's, sing "Sexy Boy." Oh, oh shit! No, you're good. Uh, like the other night, Marty Scroll singing like a rendition of, of "Sexy." Yeah, Boy. that Starcast dream. That's kind of I'm not. Those that's that's that is uh, that is the pricing of that is just something I just do not support. Like, do not. I don't care how much a big of a fan you are of the elite or any of the things that are happening. I am not going to pay a hundred dollars like, to really, live stream a panel. What's going to be like like on these panels? Like, what's really going to be said that hasn't already been said? Like, like is Kevin Nash going to be like, all right, well, there's something I wasn't telling you last time. Yeah. Like, no, all these stories have been said before in various podcasts, in various uh, And it's going to get out there immediately, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, like, listen. Like, like I, support the, I support the box. I support Cody. I support StarCast. But I don't, I wouldn't, I personally am not going to pay $100 to watch a plethora of panels. Did you see the menu? For a Starcast, it does look tasty. Yeah, I want that American Nightmare burger, man. It was like a pork Cause belly because you're, you're a Cody Mark, but it's you'll like fried anything. pork belly on top of a it's burger. Grilled single piece. Okay, so you want you want to just I'm just gonna run. Let's down run down the menu. card. Let's run down the menu let's, card let, for the let's, market bowl. Let's, Starcast. Let's, a prediction addiction for the menu. Here. <laughs> Hangman's dog. <laughs> all in or no? No, it's a hot dog, and it's either all in or Chicago style. I don't know what all in means, but I know what Chicago style means. That's like just a bunch of relish. Yeah. yeah. What else? Um, they got? Well, they got the American Nightmare Burger, fried pork grilled. belly on top of on top of a, a burger. Patty. So it's grilled single beef patty, crispy Yum. fried barbecued pork belly Yum. slab. Yum. That's just that's just too much meat now not for me. Like it's I don't I'm not a big fan of putting multiple meats into one meal, like on a, in a sandwich. Like I like a club I like a club sandwich. But I'll then, try like, some. I'll try something yeah. once. But then you put a freaking beef patty and then a pork. That's just us heart attacks. Anyway. And battered onion rings and spicy pickles on sesame brioche served. Oh, you're still fries. going on the same burger. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that. Can I get one on Uber Eats delivered to the Diamond Studio? Okay. <laughs> it's delivered by Cody himself. I, have to, I would have to deliver on Friday at 6.15 p.m. <laughs> Joey's pulled pork. Is that Joey Janela's pulled pork? <laughs> no, maybe Ryan. Oh, jo- oh Joey Joey's Ryan. pulled pork. Oh. Yeah, Wait, pulled. I thought Joey Ryan was dead. Yeah, well, you know, he they can still Will he show up at the Do you think he'll show up at All In? Fuck yeah, he will. Uh like he's going to get like gonna, a, a, he's going to get the Undertaker entrance. Oh, that would be great. It would be weird. That would be uh, great. Come on. They'd get like they'd get sued. Uh fat No, no, filled, just do it like some just smoke and lights. Joey's pulled pork, fat piled high barbecue sauce, Kaiser roll and fries. What's a Kaiser roll? Uh it's like kind of like a brioche roll yeah. a little bit. You're the it's just like soft thing. soft roll. Okay, um, I'm not going to put... I'm just going to see whatever... I'm just going to read out whatever I It's just I a bunch of like... Uh, the Omega Wings sound pretty good. Like, it's also like... I feel like I'm getting the most value out of these Omega Wings. 12 crispy fried wings tossed in Polynesian sweet and spicy sauce for $11. That sounds pretty good, actually. That's like out of everything here... Like, like the, the burger, I think, was like 18 bucks. No, right? the, the burger is like 16 Joey's pulled pork is like eleven. The mm-hmm. heavyweight steak sandwich, shaved prime rib, hot provolone, and gravy and fries. Like they didn't even like try to think up of a name for this one. Oh, they're trying to get everyone like just. They know their audience. The at this chicken point. finger pokes of doom. I, yeah, there's no kale salad on the menu. Is Five there? served with fries, honey mustard. Because Becky Lynch isn't on the show. There's no quinoa. Oh yeah, or it's, there's no kale or quinoa. Yeah. Brian Cage's free chicken bowl. Oh wait, no, this is oh, quinoa. This okay. is quinoa. Qu- quinoa lentil palaf. Uh, wild mushrooms, fresh tomatoes. What's a julie? Ju- julienne onions or no? Or carrots? It's, it's J U S L I E. 
I don't know. Just lie. I don't fucking know. You, seven star tacos. Nice. Uh, just three softer tears. Trent seven yeah. star tacos. I don't fuck. The young buck pizza, big enough for one. <laughs> it's big enough for one. Oh god. Uh, yeah. they're they're just like naming stuff. Then they're just like the Dave Meltzer um, uh, pretzel. There was also an alcohol. Like there was also I, I don't have it on me, but there was also like a beer menu. Oh cool. Like a, a, a rum and coke, which was like named after something. Yokata yeah. rum and coke. Sure. They were rum and oak. Coke. Apparently, Cody is a really. That's apparently, Cody Rhodes is a big rum and coke guy. Nice. That's you know. I'm glad to hear he can have a drink and not be like. Because there's some wrestlers out there who are like no alcohol. Oh no, no. There's um in an episode of Being the Elite, like everyone's like, like there's everyone's just in a group. Uh, they're eating at TGI Fridays, like as they always do. That and HQ just, like, or or the the Japanese one. Japanese, sometimes they go to the, the HQ. Japanese one. It says like you know we all we all know this BTE is drug free, no drugs, no alcohol, none of that stuff. And then Cody Rhodes, he has like a, a like a pint of alcohol. It's like in his hand, and he's like, yeah, and he just puts it under the table. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. Zach Saber Jr. Um, he's a big cider fan. Oh, nice. I like cider. Cider's I love good. cider. I, I stopped drinking beer. I started drinking more ciders. Yeah. Um, now wine, cider, and everything but beer. I think I only drink, like, as far as, like, I think today pint-sized, like, drinks in a bar, I think I only do it with cider. I think today, cider. I, I, today I'm going to go uh, whiskey and Coke for the show. Yeah. I'll have a little drink um, for All In. Yeah. You mean, to, you mean like, in after this show? Yes. Yes, yeah, sure. After this show. This show. Yeah. I didn't put my drink under the table. But yeah, next why, up why would the, you do that? <laughs> next up in the news. Uh, yeah, can we have news? <coughs> that was all in. Not just all in. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall missed uh, last Saturday's Rival Pro. Uh, that was last week's news. But Rival Pro Wrestling had an event, their one-year anniversary show in Pomona, California. But due to a medical emergency, Scott Hall could not make the show. He was not allowed to fly. No <laughs> word yet on... What was wrong with the bad guy, but uh, was issued, com- but what do you call it? The promotion issued comments on what happened below as a statement um, by the promotion. Dear wrestling fans, we regret to inform you that Scott Hall is not able to make an appearance tomorrow at Rival Pro Wrestling's Summer Rising. Unfortunately, due to a medical emergency, Scott will unable to travel, and we are working on a possible date to reschedule. Scott, health is the most important at this time, and we wish him all the best. Uh, feel better, bad guy. Yeah, man. Did you see the line to meet CM Punk? Oh my god, it was like ten blocks long. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's especially considering the like. Listen, CM Punk, probably top five wrestler of mine. Mm, but in two thousand, he's slowly slipping out of it for me, dude. It's the list is getting bigger. I'll say that the list is getting because he wasn't even really that great. Like I, I don't know. Okay, well, you, we can have this discussion later. But, yeah, we um, will. But as far in regards on our to new show called Hot Takes, in okay. regards to CM Punk in 2018, a guy who hasn't been like who hasn't even sniffed a wrestling ring in who about trashed, four years, he didn't trash wrestling fans, but he trashed the wrestling uh, business. He's currently in a lawsuit with uh, Colt Cabana, fan over, favorite, Colt over Cabana. legal fees, and just it's kind of and it I wonder really if goes and it's Chicago. It really goes to show how much CM Punk made an impact with that section, like with that, it made how he made his mark. Pardon the pun on rest, in wrestling history. People are still tr- like clinging on to the fact that maybe CM Punk will will make the call and go come back to WWE and right all his wrongs and all this other stuff. And it's you know that's just a certain section of wrestling fans who are just never going to give up hope. Yeah. You know, it's lightweight kind of heartening, but it's also disheartening a little bit. I mean, people line up for fucking Hulk Hogan 
autographs too. So there's really no bottom in regards to wrestling fans. No, I I, I hear you. I hear you. You see that Reddit thread uh, on a squared circle? No. Where someone just made a PSA like, hey, listen, everybody in All In and everybody that's going to StarCast, fucking take a shower. Wait. Because, you know. I keep people, going, sorry. Because people smell. Yeah. No, I feel you. Sorry, I was I mean, looking, it, there was a CM Punk tweet, and I was trying to see what it said. And it, it, you know what? It appeals to all types of conventions, like comic conventions, uh, anime conventions, you know, anything that has that little nerd cred to it. Like, there are just going to be some chapter of people who just don't wash their ass. Yeah. yeah. But mean, wrestling fans in particular. Yeah, who's the? You, it, I mean, you've been to wrestling events more than I have. Is the stereotype true that... They have bo. I remember going to a concert. No, no? not all wrestling. wrestling fans. I think in general, there's there there's. I think there are a bunch th- of large dudes, and when there's large mass of like when you have a large mass that you, you know, there's a lot more to wash. And there's there's just some sections where it's just going to be hard to reach. Oh, no. I will say this: there have been some people I've met over the years that have been very unsavory um, at wrestling shows, and they have just they come across very like not not I want I don't want to say gross. But sometimes, yeah. It's not out there. The smell is out there. But if you just went all up in their business, they probably smell weird. But King of Indies, I will say, it was very sweaty in there. It was very hot. So everybody stunk. It probably smelled like B.O., but you know what? I think we were all just used to it at that point. (laughs) And we were just all just breathing in each other's uh, B.O. It's not like Tanahashi. It's not like a New Japan show where like Tanahashi, as soon as after he wins a match... He goes to the sidelines, and everybody, everybody would have a towel for him, oh, and would want, and like everybody's just wanting a piece of Tanahashi sweat. I touched some guy. I touched somebody's arm when they were leaving. A sh- uh, it was King. It was Andy's. like a puddle. It was so gross. I was with Gabriel, and I wiped it on his shirt. I felt I was like I, I like patted him on the back. Like I was like, yeah, dude. We're Gabriel on, on the Uber ride what? on the way from Cow Palace. I'm not saying he's smell or anything but that dude was kind of a puddle when i was cramped uh, up against him in the uber oh i was i was sweating my balls off at that point yeah. too <coughs> which it was w- crazy because the plate because the cow palace was super freaking windy at that point you'd think he'd like you know dry off at that oh don't bury your co-worker i'm just saying i'm not i'm just, you know it all happens to us and i just next I, up in the news no, gabalina we love you we love you next up in the news uh uh, Brian Cage uh, recently. <laughs> he so, recently has a freaking name. Uh, he sweats a lot food, too. A food named after him in those American uh, places. Brian Cage Starcast. sat down with uh, on the and- and- oh, yeah. Andre Corbell show uh, recently, where he seemed to be very happy with his current predicament and kind of talked about his. Uh, he, he says he never wants to never say never on returning to WWE, but uh, looks back on some uh, crazy times. Not crazy times at WWE developmental, but some weird times. Um, so he says, quote, so when I was in WWE developmental before I was doing some entrance spots, that was one thing. The main roster, it was so nerve wracking. People were walking on eggshells. People were damned if they did and damned if they didn't. Uh, and on my, and his first dark match, uh, in his trial match, a few other appearances on Impact when it seemed like still TNA was blown away by how absolutely different it was. He was so worried. He said, should I go to catering? Should I not go to catering? Should I go to the trailer? Should I not go to the trailer? He goes, everyone at Impact uh, would just be like, do what you want, dude. Sting, Jeff Hardy, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, all these big name guys were so nonchalant and cool about everything. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome. This isn't political backstage, high school BS like it was over there in the WWE. Well, you know, it's 
that's just a different environment breeds different people, you know? Exactly. No, absolutely. Um, and now he's the X Division champion on Impact. He's a huge guy from Chico, California. He's huge, but I'm tall. But I was very surprised of how, how like I'm on the level with him in terms of height. Maybe because I'm not that short of a guy. How I remember like five eleven. Yeah. No, I'm six. We're gonna test this after the show. Yeah, but um, oh yeah, Brian Cage. He's is he all in? Yeah, yeah. He's in the over budget. I think he's in the over budget. Uh, but you know who isn't all in and who's actually taking shots at WWE right now? One Gail Kim. Give it to me. So Gail Kim uh, takes a shot on WWE. Oh, she sat down with WrestleZone. Um, she said that she felt like her time in her WWE that she had to. She felt the need to whitewash herself because she didn't feel that the WWE saw an Asian uh, or person of color image really marketable. She described even going on as far as to dye her hair because she didn't know how management would give her more opportunities if she had a blonde thing going on. And, yeah. It was, um, she kind of went on and ripped on Stephanie McMahon a bit. I forgot to write all that down. Like, uh, did, she just, did she just say the, like, the boilerplate she comes off as disingenuous and very transparent? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and how that if she was re- really... She said something about how... It's very inauthentic. If she was really all about the women's evolution, she would have done something back then for Gail Kim. I thought that comment she made... It was, was a little bit self-serving. Exactly. Um, but you know, it's Gail Kim. She's a very, I remember really loving Gail Kim in her time in TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this very famous story. I think Jr. said it one time, where he had to, in order to convince uh, to convince Vince McMahon to hire Gail Kim, he said that there's she's Asian, and like there's very there are people out there who watch Asian pornography, so that's why we should hire her. Wait, Vince said that? No, that's what JR had to say oh. to Vince in order to convince Vince to hire Gail Kim. Oh my God. Which, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, uh, that's what we're huh. dealing with here. Come on, Kurt. Um, what do you say? I mean, come on. This Crazy. is the same company that... Can't um, get my show This is the same company where, like, okay, Dave Meltzer made a remark about Peyton Royce about her, you know, breast implants, and then you have the Bella Twins tweeting out, like, in, like, toward being being critical of Dave Meltzer, which, you know, in all fairness, yes, you can. You should, that- no, you should... No, 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 let me finish. You should be critical about Dave Meltzer, but how about your father-in-law who went who straight up went to DJ Lee saying that she's not fuckable for TV? Like, that's... <laughs> you know, this is a... The, WWE is not run by good people. All right. Yeah, but I think people like the Bellas and people sending tweets out like that. Johnny Laurinaitis, their father-in-law, said AJ right. Lee is not fuckable You're right. for television. You're right, but that I don't think that should. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that I'm just belab- I'm just backing up what Gail Kim is saying yeah, about yeah, yeah, how yeah, that yeah. that type of environment oh, is it, not. It's true. Good. It's true. It's not good, and it is uh, very prominent in the WWE scene. However, I will say that I feel like when superstars took to Twitter to to take to Dave Meltzer. I think that was them taking to Twitter and not it just, uh, being told to do that. Like knowing now that that's like come and gone and past, I just felt like it just it just came off as super opportunistic. I'll say that in terms of just like okay, listen, every if if if, if someone's just gonna bag on Meltzer about this, we're gonna bag on Meltzer too. Like hey, minus six stars, all this other stuff, and I'm like, you dude, like, well, Seth Rollins seems like he's not a disingenuous person. I don't, you know, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about him, but. He seems like a pretty. And it's all pr- coming past. Well, we don't know what they're feeling about Dave Meltzer now. Like right. this, w- this might as well have just blown over. But then at that moment in time, I just thought like, and okay, of, like, and I look, said, he said he's sorry. Yeah, he fucked up. It's not it, what he said wasn't good, and he can, and he'll say he'll be just as critical about it as think, anybody else is. 
but then that whole pylon just seemed super just and i think people were friends with peyton royce there too that's their they wanted to look out for peyton royce which is cool that's their friend and she a props to her for standing up for herself and you know melter rightfully so saying i'm sorry blah 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 and i just again it's this is a company that once you see like see hear stories about how that company treats women. And then all of a sudden, the fact that someone like Dave Meltzer to say something, even though he was just very, very adamant of saying it in the first place, they then they would just feel like they're champions of women's rights. And like when considering the fact that, hey, you're this November, you're going to the, you're going, going back, back to Saudi, Saudi Arabia three or four days after three or four Apple, days after. And then they're also Saudi Arabia is in the midst of uh, giving the death sentence to a women's rights activist from Canada. Yeah, and so like, listen, mm-hmm. man, like you are, you. This is not the hill to die on, WWE performer. Which, which I said uh, to Jose, I said I don't think we need to cover that show. You don't, don't want to. I don't want to cover the Saudi show. There's no reason to. The last show sucked. There was nothing that really happened. Braun won some title that he didn't carry for more. And, than and I feel night. like there's like what we said about that was said about the greatest Royal Rumble. It's, exactly. You know, like weird. They, I'll watch it. I'll yeah. watch it. I'm not going to boycott the Sometimes show. Sometimes I feel like the reason why Carmella got pushed that the, the she got the push she did was because she was on display in Saudi Arabia and everybody got so mad at her at the very side of her. It's like, oh, people got mad at the very side of her. Let's give her the title. Let's never beat Oscar and all this stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it always just comes back to the Saudi Arabia show. It's a shame, man. It's, it's a shameful thing. Yeah, man. But uh, like I said before, I think a lot I always of, wanted to say this for quite some time. I think a lot of those people that took to Twitter for Meltzer were just people just looking out for their friend at a certain point. Like if, even if I were, sure, why not? But it, from the way I, you can see it that way, and the way I see it, it's just. And I don't think I just anyone don't want to just stick it to Meltzer, really. And I think. There are people like Seth Rollins. I don't know. It's it's a hard situation because it's like you have people like these people that work in WWE. This was their you dream. You got Renee Young calling him an irredeemable piece of garbage. This was their dream ever since being a, ch- a child as a wrestling fan. Or they were some fitness model or a, a football player and couldn't make it in whatever they were doing. This is a lot of their dreams to be a WWE superstar like Seth Rollins. And now he's at the pinnacle of his career pretty much. So someone like Dave Meltzer, as soon as he calls, says that they've you've lost like he says something about your but he's not going to call out his job that that would that would put him in a a situation i'll say this what about okay listen i'm not what what have what happened to Peyton rush he has every right right to feel critical of what dave Meltzer said and what he said was indeed a very superficial thing yeah superficial and ignorant thing to say Mm -hmm. but what would you how would you feel if he said the exact same thing about kevin owens like say he's too f- he's like he's just too fat for he's too fat for the position that he's in. Like I don't he want him look, on television. He used to look lighter. Like he, even then, even that. But uh, then I'm, t- well, I'm no, talking. Well, nobody would have said anything. Well, first, okay. Well, you don't think you don't think his weight was ever never came into question, well, Kevin wait, Owens. Wait, 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 wait. What, what are we I'm talking? saying in like hypothetical. What if Meltzer or anybody else in a, in any podcast said the same thing? Said about Kevin Owens in regards to his weight. Kevin like, Owens like used to be fatter or he used to be lighter. Or and yeah, like it doesn't doesn't even have to be that. We just have to talk about Kevin Owens' weight in general. And you and we would say and then I Kevin th- Owens would take it to like, what am I supposed to do? Starve myself? Like it's it's not I don't wanna like I think that gets into the realm of it gets like, into the realm of double standards and that's of du- exactly. more of a, like a complete gray area in terms of just like it's cosmetic industry, Corey. 
and I don't know how we got our we this we're just going into everything in this show. Yeah, it's like you know how people always say never mention a woman's weight. You know, mm. I've always been told that by a lot of my friends. Who are even and it, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, you're right. It's a double standard. If he said something about Kevin Owens, nobody would have said shit. Nobody would have came out on Twitter. Nobody would have hopped. Seth Rollins wouldn't have been like, hey, negative six stars, Dave. Mm. Uh, Peyton Royce wouldn't have come out and said like, you know, like, that's not right what you said about Kevin Owens. Irredeemable piece of garbage. Exactly, exactly. It would just be be what it was. And Vince probably would have been like, ah, he's right. He does need to lose some weight. Kevin Owens needs to lose some weight. I mean. You fat fuck. I think he looks good. I mean, I think I got. That's why you quit. You're going to all in. Kevin Owens. This is, I'm bringing this all. He back wants around. an American Nightmare Burger. That's what he wants. <laughs> he's I like, want those Omega. Give me a give me a pair of Omega wings. Right, yeah, stat right now. He's okay. Like, it's like, dude, I asked for that day off. You guys didn't give it to me, so I quit. I quit. Uh, buy my shirt of pro wrestling tees because I'm Kevin Owens. No, it's Kevin Steen actually. Kill Steen, kill. Yeah. You like my Kevin Steen in person? I like it. It's pretty good. It's pretty spot on. Sammy. Oh, he's not. He's still signed with the company. Oh damn it. Oh, he's he's out on he's out with uh, injury. So. Yeah. Uh, also, this week in the news, uh, and probably our last piece of news of today. Before I we got get... one, I actually can't oh, okay. say mine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. Kota Bushi is lost in Chicago. <laughs> Someone must find Kota Bushi. Guys, if you see Kota Bushi, please drive him to the Sears Center in Hawthorne. Is it? Yeah, Hawthorne, Illinois. Uh, drive him to the Sears Center because he's lost. He doesn't know where he's at. Uh, he only has his trunks on him. Apparently, no. Let me go to his um, his actual Twitter account. So apparently, he lost everything but his phone, his tights. And his passport. Let's what the oh, holy hell, man. So, okay. Okay. I'm going to Kotobushi's Twitter account, and which I can, which Microsoft lovingly provided a translation to everything he has. Right. It was still. I lost everything except passports, pennies, and costumes. I am sorry that I have already learned that I have already learned abroad. My wallet is the most troublesome. I want to finish early. Granted, this is a translation. Mm-hmm. Pretty much saying he's, you know. He's running into travel woes, and this isn't the this isn't the first time Kotobushi has like lost like important things when traveling. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, no. There was one time where he just had the clothes on his back. He the same thing, clothes on his back, but then he had no phone. He didn't literally did not know anybody in the entire in in the entire freaking place that he was in. Yeah, he didn't even know where the venue were to go. Oh my god, he didn't even know where it was. He couldn't find his driver. He was just wandering around the streets. Not trying to find somebody who would speak Japanese with him. I think this was somewhere in London. And so it's just crazy. Like Kotobushi. <sighs> something about Kotobushi where he is just he's like he's a thir- he's like a he's like a like thir- se- he's like a seventeen and a thirty six year old's body. Yeah. yeah. Like there's just this boyish naivety towards him. Like he's like Mark Wahlberg in the beginning of uh Boogie Nights. Where he's just super talented. Oh, I thought you meant like in Daddy's Home. No, like like he's super talented, and he just doesn't know what to do with all this talent that he has. And so he'll just like, he'll just won't sign into any company because he comes from a family of wealth, and he just does wrestling just for the sake of loving it. Yeah. And you know, some might say that's kind of that's kind of what's holding him back to his quote unquote true potential. But God bless Kota Bushi. He's he might be like one of me. He is near the top of my list of wrestlers of the, year, of the year this year. Like, yeah, he, man. But apparently, Kenny Omega, um, he tweeted out saying the whole entire Ibushi situation is under control. This only happens when we travel separately. I swear. So it's like he, so, so the lover. So Kenny Omega is kind of like the wife where he, holds he has, every, no. He's like he, he's had he's like his mom at this. Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where he holds everything together for him. He's like, honey, honey I have, are you okay? I have everything. No, I have I have your ID. Don't worry. Yeah. 
Don't worry. This is why Kotobushi doesn't travel that much. Yeah. He doesn't like... He, he's, Kenny Omega has gone on record saying Kotobushi does not like traveling. I'm always a designated like ticket holder. I mean, that's how you were in the Cow Palace show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the ticket guy, next, Corey. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Next up in the news... Your credit uh, card must be not happy. <laughs> no, I know, right? Uh, next up in the... No, I mean ticket guy isn't hold on to the ticket. Like, hold on to the... Oh, yeah, no, not paying for it. Yeah, no, like, I have, I, I have... I go with friends. I'll be like, here's your ticket. They're like, no, hold on to it for me. I'll lose it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You'll lose it. Don't lose it. Like, put it's it... your in- fucking ticket. Yeah, put it in your put it in your pocket. If you care about if you care about this event so much... Exactly. Eh, shit happens, Corey. No, I get it. Next up in the news, uh, the May <sighs> Young Classic bracket was revealed this week. I don't want to go through the entire... Uh, Ray uh, Whip, Ray Ripley wins everything. Is, hey. she even in the, <laughs> is she even there? Calm down. Uh, but no, some notable matches there though. Io Shirai, Io Shirai, what's how's it pronounced? Yeah, yeah. Uh, takes on Zaya Brookside in the opening round. Oh boy, Ginny. Ginny takes on Tony Storm. Um, Good luck, Ginny. Let's see. What's uh? What's um? What's her name? If you're uh, looking at the bracket. You should know. Oh, no, they changed her name for w- Sonara. No, uh, what's her name? Tainara Conti. No, not Tainara Conti. I said S. It starts with an S. Serena, not Serena. Serena Deeb. No, never mind. You don't know who I'm talking about. Is she the Straight Edge Society girl? Because I think no, she's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I'm talking about another wrestler. She was on Impact for a long time. Um, oh. Alice, she's going. I think she's going by Allison R- Ashley Rain now. Madison Rain. Madison Rain. No, not Madison Rain. I'm sorry. Damn it. I think so. No, Madison Rain is in it, but she's she was just on Impact. I'm looking for the name right now. Uh, maybe it was Ashley Rain. Um, Sonara. What's it? Oh God. Tanera Conti. No. <laughs> Anyways, May Young brackets out. Go look at it. We'll put our fantasy brackets out. At least me and Jose will. Michael was a punk and looked at the results, and he knows everything. You're going to get pissed off. I know. Well, Dude, I know. No, I'll get pissed off when, when Zaya Brooks I lose in the first round. Let's, no, you, you were saying it last week. Let's, let's just, not. Let's not get into spoilers. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to spoil the fans. But guys, it's what you all came here for. Are we just gonna? Go, yeah, go ahead. It's time for all in, all, all in. This is all in. Is, this is, is this, all. Oh in. my god! I just got it. I got all. it. All right, there you go. You know what? Just for your troubles, Corey. We're going to go down the card for All In tonight. Where is it? Where is it? At the Sears Center near Chicago. Um, yeah. So let's run down the card. Uh, that's such a bad song. It's so bad. We're only going to give this about 10 more seconds. Nope. It's just like late 2000s Jim Johnson goodness right here. All right. That's right, my downstate. Right. Hold on. Uh, you know what? Can you hear this perfectly? Yes, I can. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm canceling all I'm in. I'm bobbing Michael, my head right now. Michael, go home. I'm canceling. Uh, uh, but down, the, downstate, everybody. Makers of great themes such as All In and the they, Miz theme song. They really do make good themes, but that sucks. That really does <laughs> Wait, suck. What? Don't downstate? They, they're they, did, they did a Seth Rollins cover. They, I think they did. Oh, they did um, uh, Cody's song. It's a really good. <laughs> the greatest, song, greatest wrestling song ever. But... Let's go. Let's get into the card of All In. Let's start uh, off with our first match. And uh, preface to say, this is something that I, this is the t- this is a weird show because I don't think it more or less matters who goes over or not. There isn't. No, very, you're right. It's it's but, really just. I mean, yeah, you have the, you know your storyline set up by being the elite in terms of like Stephen Amell, but then there isn't very much. I'm not going into the show thinking what are they going to do if so and so goes over and all this other stuff. Yes, you are. No. 
No, I'm all in about. is a show where you're the main draw of it is the atmosphere, yeah. the atmosphere and the general concept of the fact that a ten thousand arena it's, it's a ten thousand uh, arena show that's entirely independent. Yeah, it's pretty you awesome. Know? And so um, we'll see and. You know, that's it's just change the landscape of wrestling for sure. I oh think. yeah, no, it's very it's groundbreaking. Uh, let's go into the first pre-show matches. Our first match of the night with the Briscoe brothers, Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. So are you tra- are we planning to watch this as well? Y- yeah, I yeah, it's some to. WGN. I don't know what the hell that. No, is. it'll be on fight. Oh, it's okay. on fight. Yeah, okay. uh, the Briscoe brothers, Jay and Mark Briscoe versus SoCal Uncensored and Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. I'm saying the Briscoes go over. Um, SoCal Uncensored. I mean, and yeah. they're cool, but like, yeah, the Briscoe brothers, man, they're a little weird, but. They're okay. probably fine. Move on. I don't, I don't care about the Briscoes. So you have nobody, no pick. Uh, Briscoes. Okay. Uh, next up in the next match is the over-budget Battle Royal uh, with 15 men in the match, but only... No, I'm go- Okay, look, I'm not going to have a f- concrete prediction, concrete who wins, but the people who advertise for that Battle Royale are not going to win it. Uh, Moose, Rocky Romero, Cole Cabana, Ethan Page, Brian Cage, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Jacobs, Marco Stunt, Brandon Cutler, Punishment Martinez... And Jordan Grace, Jordan Grace, um, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, none of the people who got it. No, screw it. Uh, Billy Gunn's winning it. He's going after the winner goes after the ROH title. He's getting a shot at that ROH World Championship. Billy Gunn. He's gonna fight Hiroshi Tanahashi again for that rematch. Yeah, the ace versus ass. There we go. I like that. Uh, our next match. Is, oh, let's let's see what else we got. Our first match of the main card will be Kazuchika Okada versus Marty Scroll. Two. Oh. Five. And Marty Scroll did say there's gonna be Two. it's gonna be strict oh, wrestling five. and no comedy wrestling in this match. So you know this match is He's gonna not be- gonna whip out the umbrella in order to prevent the rainmaker. It's gonna be all comedy. This is gonna be a uh, strictly comedy comedic match, I think, in my opinion, because once he said it's not going to be, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to go as far as to say he's going to do that exact umbrella spot. That no, I yeah, yeah. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, I think, is gonna go over in this match because it's Marty Scroll's Kazuchika Okada. Unless you don't know, like Marty, like Okada's been going through this funk I have lately. A, I have you a can, feeling you can kind of you know buy into the fact that uh, Okada can lose this. I have a feeling that uh, most of the most of the elite are gonna are gonna lose because they, they don't want they don't want to appear like self indulgent. I just I think uh, yeah I think some people I think Kenny Omega's going over Pentagon for sure, but I think that the rest of them are all they're all losing. Keep going. Um, next up, we have uh, Joey Janela versus Hangman Page in a Chicago street fight. Hangman Page could win this. I could see that for sure. The, the boots are the boots are going to play a key role. The boots, yeah, yeah. Why do you say that? Like big boots? Because that's what's. I've never seen a Joey Janela match. No, right? it's the being the elite storyline involving his Adam Page is like apparently like his boots come alive and they know who killed Joey Ryan and it kind of implies that Adam Page is the one that killed Joey Ryan and Joey Ryan no and Adam Page doesn't want to wear the boots because the boots are talking to him guilt tripping him to the fact that he killed Joey Ryan Mm. um it's this isn't 100% like play like I think that's how what's going on I I normally zone out during these Adam Page segments but I think that's how it goes yeah. Something involving boots is going to involve this match. We'll see what's up. Uh, yeah, like I said, I see Hangman Page taking this match. But if uh, you said Joey, you're talking about Joey Ryan, I see Joey Ryan coming out making an appearance. The two Joeys. The two jo- Joey and Joey. Next up, we have Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell's going over. I think Christopher Daniels is going to go over. Ooh. With, uh, with Stephen Amell getting the respect spot. 
Oh, okay. I, I can see that. But, I'm, but yeah, I'm going to go Stephen Amell just because he's a good friend of Cody. Um, he's been trained. He I mean he wrestled in WWE already. Stephen. He Amell. has more experience. In, he has more WWE experience than Christopher Daniels. With who do he wrestle with? His buddy Neville. Oh wow. Who's probably going to be there that night? Like I said before, he's going to prevent. No, Neville is going to prevent Stephen Amell from winning, Ooh, and they're going to like it's going to be all. Yeah, they're going to feud over that shit. Next up, we have. Wait, no, Stephen Amell wrestled with Neville. He that's didn't wrestle I, against. That's what I said, yeah. Oh, okay. Against uh, Stardust and who else? Goldust. Yeah, right? uh, no, it wasn't Goldust. It was Stardust and someone else. Anyways. Uh, next up we have, let's see where we at. Christopher Daniels, Stephen Madison Rain versus Britt Baker versus Chelsea Green versus Tessa Blanchard. Your token women's match. I'm um, going uh, Chelsea Green on this one. She seems like she's a good up-and-comer. Um, I was a little bit critical of the fact that there's only one women's show, women's match in this show. But then once you like really think about it, the May Young Classic really did a number on any woman wrestler. <laughs> yeah, they kind of took in the it landscape. Everyone. Yeah, they're kind of busy right now. Well, they're they're just you know yeah they're wrapped up in whether it be May Young Classic or they're not gonna let someone show up at yeah all in like you, like I would definitely again Deanna Parazzo was ne- is not all in exactly because she's because in the, of the May Young Classic because the May Young Classic like Io Shirai Io Shirai she could have been in there she could have been all in she could have been all in like a lot of the people. A lot of the women in I could have seen who are like super friggin' talented are just are they got their hands tied with this whole Mayon Classic thing, and I feel like that's I don't want to say I don't want to say it was deliberate, but mm-hmm. then there's also no such thing as coincidences in the WWE. Yeah, I'll say that. Next up, we have Jay Lethal defending his Ring of Honor Championship against Billy Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the winner of the the, the budget, the over budget. Who do you think's gonna win the over budget? I mean, uh, what do you? So this, uh, this would be going. To I can. Budget. I mean, look, pie in the sky. I would see. I would. I would say Neville. It would be such a big get for ROH to have Neville. I'm as just, the champion. just as the cha- as ROH World Champion, but also be a part of that New Japan. They also put uh, of that New Japan deal because it would bring great exposure to that ROH title, yeah. but have Neville still be within the pool of junior heavyweights. That definitely did bring um, that level of thing. When you know. Cody had the Ring of Honor title, it definitely, they put it on him exactly, like right when he came out of WWE too, so. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, but I see Billy Gunn taking that title. Okay, <laughs> no, yeah, you're, cause, because no, you're an ass, man. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. Like I said before, I see Pentagon Jr. taking the pinfall in this match against Kenny Omega. This can either He's I don't IWGP heavyweight champion as, as great as Pento El Ceramiero is. Um, it's gonna be one hell of a match, though. Well, the thing it's I don't see it going. I don't see it going above ten minutes because that's not what you should. But because I don't think Pentagon is that level of performer. Like he's very much a six moves guy, and could like. All he's all because his mantra is hardcore wrestling. His mantra is just having these sub- quick submission spots and all That's this true, other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you really? And Kenny Omega, one of the best wrestlers on the planet, probably the best wrestler on the planet. I can see him having be that level of being that versatile of a performer to guide Pentagon into a 20 minute match. And it'll probably be arguably met. I'm not going to say match of the night, but one of the best matches of the night. I can so see we'll see. And, but then I also see Kenny Omega going over. Because he's the IWGP heavyweight champion. Exactly. He can't have a lose. I mean, what, he'll have another. Then he has to defend the title against uh, Pentagon eventually. And next up is our main event of the evening. Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito uh, versus the Golden Elite. Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Kota Ibushi. It's the match I'm looking most forward to. 
I feel that Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito are going over the Golden Elite um, just because the, gold, the Bucks, they booked a show. They're not going to book themselves to go over, man. <laughs> they're too humble. Exactly. They're too humble. Look. And one of them's like really so sick, you're So you're saying some of the Elite has to go over. And from by your and by the way you're choosing, are you going to see the next one? Are you going to see Cody going over? Is he getting that NWA title? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think it. I, I think I'm going to say yes. I think this whole entire show was built up. So yeah, Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis for the NWA title. I think this is the level. This is probably the biggest level. Should of be exposure. the main event, but this is the no. biggest level of exposure. It probably will be. I'm willing to bet it is. No, it's not. It's uh, Bandito and uh, Rey Mysterio, and so they they they've already they've already announced. Like they that. announced the card. The and card they order. Said, yeah, they said um, that and uh, the Kenny Omega match are going to be the main events. Okay. Okay, then that kind of changes the dynamic of that. Then, yeah. Um, then mm, I still s- I'll I'll stand by Cody Rhodes winning that NWA title. Okay, because his father no, held it. No, well that because they've also been releasing these vignettes about like how Cody Rhodes is trying to regain. He's just trying to grab the title that his father got, and that he's trying mm-hmm. to you know the whole legacy thing. And, um, you know, this is Cody Rhodes' show, so, <laughs> you know. No, I feel it. I feel it. We'll see. We'll see. So that's We'll definitely see. All in. Uh, yeah. We'll, Day of all in. So we'll see later today. Um, yeah. We'll have our, our hangover. I know. Yeah. I know. It's so late in the yeah. morning. Um, guys, let's get out of here. We need to take a nap before all in. Get the- My throat is just... It's just it is going to... It's going to get even more drier when we... Once we take we a nap. The, we'll... I mean, all in starting in like what thirty minutes right now. <laughs> oh no, it's on right now. No. <laughs> I'm just uh, but guys, you know, before we get out of here, we're going to give you some go some stuff to do this weekend. Uh, I so mean, what I else? know. I, I I need to. I need to announce. I need to just say it just to get it off my chest because I feel like I didn't tell them. At least I could say I tried. Okay. Hey, oh, breaking news! Medusa Uh-oh. gave Tony Siobhan his uh, lab dance in Starcast. Okay, that is. Uh, that is uh, so. Yes, that is the greatest. That is the greatest. Uh, the greatest night in the history of our Starcast. Uh, so before we get out of here, I'm going to give out some birthday wishes. Um, today we remember the great Mad Dog Vashon, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Rocco Rock. Uh, I, sorry, I didn't get, be able to get all the all the, like, the ages and everything. Solomon Crow, which is one. Uh, Solomon Crow is what's his name, isn't it? Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. Yeah, they didn't change his name on here. Um, Tracy Smothers, I'm just going to give a TJ Perkins, Karma, happy birthday to everyone, and Mrs. Cleavage, apparently. Oh, I know who that is. That was that uh, that character. Anyways. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, now, screw it. You know, if you guys got some, if you guys need to go somewhere tonight, if you're not watching All In, if you're in the Sacramento area, what are you doing? <laughs> go to Virgil Flynn, third production, presents King of the Village. Uh, they're going to be at uh, 5731 West Avenue in North Highlands, California. Not Sacramento. I'm sorry. Jesus. And also SPW is in Sacramento tonight. There's some 6 to 9 p.m. That's at 1400 J Street in Sacramento, California. Yeah. Um, cosplay and body slams, they call it. So a lot of a lot of dressing up. So I guess that was uh, that was the new news show. This is the new news show, pre-show for All In. We are going to do an All In post-show. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see you tonight. That's why I'm here. We'll see you tonight or tomorrow morning. Probably tonight. I'll get it up tonight. Uh, guys, for the new news show for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. And I'm Michael Vergara. And I'm... Oh.